indulge your senses. Orsies. How can they not see it? Orsies. Theater of the mind. Dead Inside. Chapter 14. Cutting it close, huh? Sorry. Let's get going so we can beat traffic. Joel? Sarah, I'm in trouble. I need you to pick me up right now. Fifth Street Tunnel. Whoa, whoa, Joel, I can't. I'm on my way out of the city right now. I'm working. What the hell's going on? Can you send someone else? I need a ride. What do you mean? What is going on? I'm in deep, Sarah. I'm so fucked. And I think this guy is a cop. What? Joel, tell me what's going on. Are you still gambling? Left on Broadway. Are you alone? What do you mean? Are you alone? No, no, I'm, I'm with my partner. Joel? Joel? Joel! Damn it! Everything okay? I I don't even know, Peter. My brother is... Why are you smiling? Called me partner. Well, yeah, of course. You're my partner. What... No one's ever called me partner before. I'm always just Pip, the guy down in cold cases. Anyone assigned to cold cases with me... I'm always just a temporary inconvenience for them. It's been fun working on these old cases with you, Sarah. I mean it. Do we need to reschedule this? Yeah, no, Peter. I'll, um... Oh, God, listen. I just need to focus on this interview with Lindsay today. I'm sure my brother can survive for a few hours on his own. He's a grown man, after all. Welcome to Chateau d'Amboise. Good morrow to you, sir. Oh, shut up. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Miss Lindsay, we'll see you in the solar. Thank you. Sarah Elsher, pleasure to meet you, ma'am. Peter Piper, hi. Peter Piper? Curious. Please, have a seat. Make yourselves at home. Great, thanks. So, you'd like to know about my father, Lawrence Snickerbocker? Yes, we have so many questions, I don't even know where to begin. If I may. What a gorgeous home you have, Mrs. Knickerbocker. Oh, please. Lindsay. Call me Lindsay. And not Mrs. I'm a widow. God rest that poor bastard soul. And his last name. Lindsay Butts. Can you believe it? And yes, the grounds are quite exquisite, if I do say so myself. This home has actually been passed down from generation to generation since the first of us Knickerbockers arrived in Ellis Island from England. Actually makes Knickerbockers sound a lot better compared to... So, what kind of business was your family in again? Oil, darling. Oil and real estate. The only two pillars one could build such a fortune upon. That was until my father, Lawrence, fell in with the wrong crowd. You see, each Knickerbocker has a gift and a curse. Mine, I'm afraid, is the lusts of the flesh. Isn't that right, Gerard? I'll excuse myself. Welcome, detectives. Mmm. He has a real talent with his tongue, that one. So spry and eager. Anyway, I digress. My father's gift was the gift of gab. His ability to bullshit. The social butterfly, the life of the party, always. His curse, however, was gambling. Drink! No, thank you. We're on the clock. Mm. His father before him, the drink. Most snickerbockers, in fact, were given to strong drink. That was until my father... Greed sunk its teeth into him. The thrill of the wind, he used to say, there was nothing like it. I'm so sorry, Lindsay. Yes, well, you only live once, they say. 
I'd rather pleasure myself or be pleasured than bother with the pursuits of money or excessive drink. I may be in my fifties, but I'm told I age like fine wine. Um, are you seventy? So, Lindsay, please, if you don't mind, tell us what happened to your father. We understand your family hired a private investigator after his untimely demise. Untimely? Darling, my father was murdered. Bastards. Those filthy loan sharks, the mobsters, gangsters, they're all the goddamn same. One of those fuckers did him in. My only regret is the elusive piece of shit got away with it. I'd love to see the man who killed my father ripped apart limb by limb. Then I'd like to feed him to my dogs. I would do the same. Then you get me, dear. So I will do whatever I can to help the two of you find that coward. I only hope he's still alive. Though that's doubtful. It's been a long time. Perhaps I'll have his family killed, all of them. No one will ever know what happened. You just give me the names. I know people. One phone call and poor little Johnny gets in a car crash or slips off a bridge or a plane crashes. Um... Heavens, I'm joking, darling. Seriously. I may have my flaws, but I only confess my deepest sins to Father Charles. And he to me. <sighs> I'm only playing with you two. Come on. I only want justice. You understand, Detective Peter Piper, you handsome devil, you. Uh, um, yes, so, um, Lawrence... He was found with a single gunshot wound to his head, correct? What, uh, what leads did your P.I. develop? Jack Mason, the only man I couldn't seduce. He was a handsome hunk, as I recall. Dead now, unfortunately. I can give you the files and photos. There's a damn lot of them. Feel free to do what you want with them. They're useless to me. But I'll tell you this. Although he didn't solve the case, he knew the shooter was a man. A man who was connected had the police in his pocket, corrupt sons of bitches. No offence, sorry. And the weapon was a revolver, naturally. No casing was found, so it was still in the cylinder. I'll have Gerard bring the files to you before you leave. Thank you. Who do you think killed your father? Now that, darling, is the correct question. Follow me. You see, my father knew everyone. You may recognise some of the people in these photos. Presidents, governors, movie stars, you name it. But there was always one person whose jealousy was palpable. Here, Alexei Lebedev, Russian fuck. He was friends with all the cops, good and bad, an ass-kissing schmoozer. But you see, Lawrence was far too naive. He was unaware of the secret motivations of others. He thought everyone loved him. He trusted everyone, even Leb. That and his gambling were his hubris, I'm afraid. Where is Alexei now? Dead, of course. We'll never know, I suppose. But he did have two daughters late in life. I imagine they'd be in their early 30s by now. Jennifer and Jessica, if I recall correctly. We can run a records check on them. Do they still go by their maiden names? Do I look like a detective? I'm sure you can figure that out, Peter Piper. Sure. Sure. Of course. <gasps> but I do fear our time has run out, detectives. I have a prior commitment I must attend to. Please forgive me. Gerard! Show them out. It was a pleasure, Sarah. Thank you, Lindsay. You've been most kind. Thank you for your hospitality. Pleasure, darling. Goodbye, Peter. You know where I live now, if you're ever around. The boxes. Thank you, Gerard. Have a wonderful day. Wow, that was awkward. You're telling me... 
God, it was like she was raping me with her eyes. I'm surprised she didn't slip out of that dress and attack me. Oh, you know you'd like it. She'd rock your world, Peter. Shut up. Besides, guys like me don't get a lot of girls. Peter, she's like 70-something. Hell of a boob job, though. Oh, gross. Just stop. I'm just playing. I don't date corpses. Big boobs or not. Good. I was going to say... You surprised me. I bet you could pop her teeth out. Uh, no, don't. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop. Oh, God, you're disgusting. Let's get back to the city. I need a coffee. This has been Dead Inside, an audio drama podcast. Dead Inside was written by Maverick Fodiger and Sam Rosenthal. Our cast is headed by Kristen Hitton. I don't understand how people can't see it. Jason Jazrawi. I don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Michelle Piller. Does anybody remember a thing called journalism? And Sam Rosenthal. Down, down the rabbit hole we go. This has been an Orsi's audio production. Orsi's Theater of the Mind.